Welcome. You are listening to the Audio Information Network of Colorado. This recording is intended to be used solely by individuals with barriers to print. Thank you for joining us for the reading of the November edition of the Crestone Eagle. My name is Paula Vaughn. We're going to start with this notice from Trish Gilbert, Clerk and Recorder. Notice of 2023 Coordinated Election. Per Colorado Revised Statute 1-5-205, Sawatch County Clerk and Recorder Trish Gilbert announces that the 2023 Coordinated Election will be held on Tuesday, November 7, 2023. Ballots will be mailed have been mailed to all active registered voters beginning on October 16th. The ballot packet includes one ballot, one secrecy sleeve and instructions, and one return envelope. Voters will mark their ballot, insert it into the secrecy sleeve instructions, insert this into the return envelope, sign the envelope where indicated, and mail or return the voted ballot to the Voter Service and Polling Center at the Clerk's Office in the Swatch County Courthouse, 501 4th Street, Swatch. The Voter Service and Polling Center will be open from Monday, October 23rd through Tuesday, November 7th, Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. until 4 p.m. and on Election Day, November 7th, from 7 a.m. until 7 p.m. Voted ballots may also be deposited into the ballot drop boxes at the following locations. The South Parking Lot of the Courthouse, 501 4th Street in Swatch. Mercantile Edition, located at 182 East Galena Avenue in Crestone. Center Town Hall, 294 Worth Street in Center. And beginning October 20th, drop boxes are, have been available 24 hours each day until up until 7 p.m. on Election Day. Ballots must be received by 7 p.m. on Election Day. Ballots received after 7 p.m. on Election Day will not be counted. Postmarks do not count. And speaking of elections, we have this letter to the editor. Vote to oppose Proposition HH. Swatch County Board of Commissioners have voted to oppose Proposition HH, a measure on the upcoming November ballot. If approved by voters, this measure would greatly impact the next 10 years of budgets for county governments as they rely largely and sometimes solely on property taxes as their revenue source. Our Sawatch County constituents request improvements to transportation, housing, public safety, and other services, and we, the Sawatch County Commissioners, are concerned that Proposition HH could reduce our local government's ability to respond to these public expectations, unfunded mandates, and additional regulatory requirements. If Proposition HH were to pass, it would mandate reductions in local property taxes for at least 10 years, resulting in billions of dollars of lost revenue for county governments without any reduction in service obligations. Swatch County Commissioners said Proposition HH will have a long-term negative effect on Tabor with a minimal short-term benefit. Property taxes are crucial for county governments to provide services, facilities, and infrastructure needed and desired by their communities for public health, welfare, and safety. This was written by the Swatch County Board of Commissioners, Lynn Thompson, Chairman, Lisa, Liza Marone, Commissioner, Tom McCracken, Commissioner. And the website is www.swatchcounty.com. 
www.colorado.gov. Their address, 501 4th Street in Sawatch, 81149. Their phone number, 719-655-2231. And now turning to this article by Eden Elderberry, Firewood Projects Bring Warmth to the Community. The Firewood Project, led by Donovan Spitzman, continues to expand and provide firewood for residents each year. This year, thanks to the partnership of the Crestone Energy Exchange and Neighbors Helping Neighbors, the project held its fourth annual Firewood Fiesta. The Firewood Fiesta is an event open to the community, providing chainsaw education, a potluck, and a chance to give back to the community. After Spitzman learned that Neighbors Helping Neighbors was spending $5,000 a year just to provide firewood, he devised a business plan to offset the expense. Some of the wood cut by the program is sold, which in turn pays for wood that is given away. In addition to that, the group was able to secure grants to provide lumber, equipment, and even create jobs. The fiesta was a success, with the splitting contest creating enough wood for three families in 15 minutes. Volunteers who also spent the afternoon splitting wood with malls and an automatic wood splitter. Thanks to a hitch log splitter, children as young as four years old helped split wood for the cause. Ivan Lakish provided a detailed chainsaw education class including proper personal protective equipment, sharpening, maintenance, and more. The class was filmed by Crestone Radio's Jeff Winsett, who will document some of the progress the Firewood Project has facilitated. Mateo Argeo and Brutus Lopez have also been hard at work before and after the fiesta, splitting wood for the year. We don't want people out there scrambling for wood in adverse conditions, Spitzman said in appreciation of the two. For those seeking firewood through Neighbors Helping Neighbors, applications opened beginning November 1st. Please feel free to reach out to NHN if you are interested in volunteering or donating to either program. Their website is www.nhncrestone.com. Now turning to library news from Sarah Cohen Frey, Northern Swatch County Library District. Recurring programs. Preschool Age Storytime, ages pre-K to third grade, every Tuesday at the Swatch Public Library at 10 a.m. CCS After School at the Library every Wednesday at 3.30 p.m. at the Baca Grand Library. CCS Grades 2 and 3, Thursdays, November 9th and 30th at the Baca Grand Library at 1.30 p.m. And CCS Grades 4 and 5, Mondays, November 6th and 27th at the Baca Grand Library at 1.30 p.m. In special events, first Friday, or sorry, Mobile Food Pantry on Wednesday, November 15th from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. at the Baca Grand Library parking lot. Grades K-2 Storytime, Thursday, November 9th at the Swatch Public Library, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. All kids ages 5 to 8 are welcome whether they're in public school or not. Collage class with Amy Jo Arndt at 5 p.m. on Wednesday, November 29th at the Baca Grand Library. And we have distribution of Thanksgiving boxes on Saturday, November 18th at 1 p.m. at the Baca Grand Library parking lot. Library hours and closures. Baca Grand Library hours are Monday to Friday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Swatch Public Library hours are Monday to Friday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. and Saturday. 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Both libraries will be closed November 23rd and 24th for the Thanksgiving holiday. 
And in Forest Service news, this article by Greg Goodland, Public Affairs Officer for the Rio Grande National Forest, USFS Oversnow Meetings Set. The Rio Grande National Forest will conduct four public meetings in advance of launching their forest-wide oversnow travel management planning project. Forest staff will present the first draft of the Winter Recreation Opportunity Spectrum maps for the public to review. These maps depict both the current and suitable oversnow motorized travel uses on the land. The public is invited to provide their thoughts and recommendations on winter travel opportunities shown on the draft recreation opportunity spectrum maps which will serve to establish a baseline for the upcoming planning process. Meeting dates, times, and locations are Pagosa Springs, November 8th, 5.30 to 7 p.m., Archuleta County Fairgrounds Exhibit Hall 344 on US 84, Pagosa Springs, Colorado, 81147. Swatch, November 9th, 5.30 to 7 p.m. at Swatch County Road and Bridge Building, 305 3rd Street in Swatch. Del Norte, November 13th, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m., open house style at Rio Grande National Forest Headquarters, 1055 9th Street in Del Norte. Antonito, November 14th, 5.30 to 7 p.m. at Our Lady of Guadalupe, Parish Hall, 6633 Colorado Road 113 in Antonita. This is a great opportunity to voice your opinion and get involved to help shape winter recreation, experiences, and settings on the forest, said Chris Sexton, Acting Forest Supervisor for the Rio Grande National Forest. He continued, We look forward to seeing and hearing from our community members and all those interested in oversnow recreation. Sexton encouraged all interested parties to attend any one of the of the sessions, adding, We've tried to schedule the meetings at convenient and flexible times and locations to encourage public attendance. Sexton also would like to advise folks that it will be a long process, likely taking more than two years to complete. The resulting oversnow travel management plan will set parameters that will guide oversnow travel on, you, on forest roads, trails, and cross-country use for the next 15 to 20 years across the 1.8 million acre Rio Grande National Forest. An additional round of public meetings is planned for early 2024. The second round will serve to inform Forest Service staff as they develop the final project proposal that will begin the official planning process. For information on the Rio Grande National Forest, call 719-850-2374, or you can visit the forest website or follow them on forest on the F National Forest Facebook page or Twitter. Now turning to Hatakanda Universal Ashram News, written by Ram Lodi, New and Old Friends. Last month we celebrated a beautiful Divine Mother Festival, Fall Navrati. People from far and wide attended the nine days of festivities, expressing love, gratitude, and awe for the divine creatrix of the universe. On the very first day, we had over 150 people celebrating together. It was a wonderful time. We will have our holiday online fundraiser auction from Friday, November 17th through Monday, November 26th. There are many wonderful treasures available that would make great gifts for a loved one or for yourself. It is a fun way to help support the ashram. Go to the website www.fundraiser.bid slash babajashram. That's B-A-B-A 
J-I-A-S-H-R-A-M. This month, we will celebrate Diwali, the Festival of Lights, on Monday, November 13th. It will begin with the new moon fire ceremony at 11 a.m., followed by chanting and a candle lighting ceremony in the temple. This will be followed by a meal. The full moon fire ceremony this month is on Monday, November 27th, at 11 a.m. Note the later time for winter, and will be followed by chanting and a meal. If you cannot attend in person, you may want to tune in to the live stream at the Hadikandid Universal Ashram Facebook page. It will be posted on the Ramladi Wood YouTube channel that evening. You are invited to attend our daily fire ceremonies that happen whenever we do not have the large fire. They usually begin sometime between 9.30 a.m. and 11 a.m. Just call 719-256-4108 for the exact time for the day's fire ceremony. For the latest ashram updates, refer to our newsletter on our website at www.babajashram.org or go to the Hadikanda Universal Ashram Facebook page. There are also many excellent satsangs with devotees, people telling stories of Babaji, Aratis, readings and chanting on the Ramladi Wood YouTube channel. The Mahalakshmi shop is open daily from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. You can access many of our products online at www.mahalakshmishop.wazala.com. We are also happy to take photos of items and send them to you, as many of our items are one of a kind and are not on the website. We appreciate your patronage of the shop, as it is a major support of the ashram. We invite you to connect with us to learn more about the ashram, Sri Babaji, and the Divine Mother at our website www.babajashram.org or give us a call at 719-256-4108 or email us at info at babajashram.org. We love to hear from you. Now turning to Swatch County News and clips from the clerk, written by Trish Gilbert, Swatch County Clerk and Recorder. Her number is 719-655-2512. Land Re Records Fraud Detection. We recently applied for a State Electronic Recording Technology Board grant in the amount of $51,303 to update the county's recording public workstations, a recording software maintenance fees, document management system, annual web hosting services, and updating the server and security. This will also cover funds for an integrated recording property alert notification package for land records. Property Fraud Alert is an electronic notification service that alerts a subscriber via email every time a land records document is recorded with a requested name. These scams involve vacant land that is being sold by non-owners, fraudsters are looking for vacant land that is free and clear, Fraudster typically wants a cash transaction and a quick close. The seller states they are out of state and had a notary in that state notarize the document. Or the seller communicates by text or email. Return your ballot early. Easy, convenient benefits for everyone. Early ballot returns mean more complete results on election night. Two weeks are permitted by law for pre-processing ballots. Most of Colorado's 64 counties do this due to the sheer volume of voters and ballots. Having as many ballots as possible in the queue before Election Day means results reported on election night will be more complete. 
Go to bed with a good idea of who will win and return your ballot early. Returning your ballot early ensures you will not miss your opportunity to vote. Last-minute changes to plans or accidents or emergencies may prevent you from being able to vote, whether you vote at a voter service and polling center or use a drop box. You will not have the option of using the mail if you wait too long. October 30th was the suggested cutoff to return your ballot by mail. Every election we see ballots returned by mail after the deadline, which we must reject. If there is an issue with your ballot, voting early lets us fix it. Every voter has the right to cure issues with their ballot, whether that is a missing signature or other problem. By voting early, you ensure that we have a chance to check your ballot and fix any problems so your vote will count on election night. Voting early allows you to research the issues and candidates on your ballot. Ballot language is written in legalese and can take a couple of re-readings before you understand the question and decide how you will vote. Some contests require you to select multiple candidates for open seats on school boards and city councils. Waiting until the last minute, even if you are voting at home, may mean that you do not have time to fully understand your choices. 2023 Coordinated Election, November 7th. A coordinated election like this November's is one the county clerk conducts on behalf of two or more towns, school districts, special districts, or other jurisdictions. These elections are when voters choose town board members, school board directors, and other local officials, as well as voting on issues affecting our immediate community. Odd-year elections are coordinated elections. Voting. In-person voting centers, voter service, and polling centers opened Monday, October 23rd. Ballots must be received by 7 p.m. on November 7th. Postmarks do not count. The last recommended day to mail back your ballot was Monday, October 30th. Be in line or drop off your ballot by 7 p.m. on Election Day, November 7th, to have your vote counted. Registering to vote. You can register to vote up to and on Election Day. Before October 30th, you could have registered online or updated your registration at GoVoteColorado.gov. After October 30th, visit the voting center in your county to register or update your registration. The 2023 ballot content. Two statewide ballot measures, Proposition HH and Proposition II and nonpartisan candidate races include municipalities, school boards, fire districts, and other jurisdictions. They are electing people such as city council members, mayors, and directors. These races are all nonpartisan, and you will only vote in races for the districts you live in. The ballot may also include local ballot measures. Now turning to food access distribution news written by Eden Elderberry. As community volunteers from around the valley wrap up food distribution efforts and ramp up for the future, La Puente held a volunteer appreciation brunch on October 7th at the Rio Grande Farm Park in Alamosa. The brunch was catered by Taco Martinez and the agenda was short and focused mainly on organizing the free Thanksgiving boxes that will be provided at the food distribution sites. The Crestone Food Bank and Free Food Friday volunteers will be distributing Thanksgiving boxes on Saturday, November 18th at 1 p.m. in the parking lot of the Baca Grand Public Library. The Crestone Food Bank is preparing the building next to the library to open once the walls are painted and the flooring is laid. The Food Access Coalition, Coalition 
FAC also had a wrap-up meeting held at the Swatch County Road and Bridge Building in Swatch. The meeting was led by Tony Arango, Food Distribution Coordinator, and Maureen Moe Van Walligan, Food Access Coalition Manager. Arango discussed adjustments that were made to the program to increase inclusivity while still serving more than 400 families in 10 locations a week. The Food Access Coalition received a $69,000 grant from Blueprint to End Hunger and an additional $10,000 from the San Luis Valley Rural Electric Co-op. Only 20% of the funds were allotted to go to administrative costs while 80% went to purchase fresh local food. The added $10,000 helped the FAC improve wages and cover utilities. The black box truck donated by May Folsom distributed food catered to specific neighborhoods and shared between other pantries. The mobile pantry connected with other programs such as the child seat program had multiple times and locations including after work hours and offered food at three senior locations. The effort was heavily generated by volunteers and included donations directly from farmers. Nothing like this has ever been done, Van Walligan said of the Fresh Food Mobile Pantry. Van Walligan was asked to speak at the Pueblo Food Project on November 13th to connect on issues and the strong personalities that made this project happen, she said. The program lasted 11 weeks and the group hopes to begin it again in January after negotiating a new fiscal sponsor. And speaking of food distribution, Community Thanksgiving is looking for people to purchase and cook, ideally both, but not necessary, 25 to 30 turkeys as well as volunteers for setup during and after the event. If you're interested, text Nick Navaris 719-588-6421. And food distribution sites include on Tuesday, November 7th, Creststone, Karen Chair at Little Shepherd Church at 9.30 a.m., and Moffat, Free Spirit Christian Church, Highway 17 and Moffat Way from 2 to 4 p.m. On Monday, November 13th, Center, Commodities, Rainbow's End, 350 South Worth Street in, from 10.30 a.m. to noon, and in Swatch, Commodities, Swatch County Social Services at 605 Christie Avenue, 1.30 to 3 p.m. And taking a look at events in Crestone on Wednesday, November 8th, Crestone End of Life Project Zoom only meeting at 7 p.m. Email ceolp.info at gmail.com for more information. On Saturday, November 11th, we have a prayer breakfast at Crestone Baptist Church from 8 to 10 a.m. This is free. On Sunday, November 12th, Shumai Monthly Sampai at 10.30 a.m. to noon. For more information, check their website, shumaicrestone.org. And on Monday, November 13th, New Moon Fire Ceremony, followed by chanting and lunch at Hadakanda Universal Ashram from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. In Alamosa, on November 11th at 11 a.m., Boys and Girls Club of SLV is having a dance class for kids 6 and older from 11 a.m., starting at 11 a.m. For, at for Folklorico. Is, 11 a.m. is Folklorico dance. Noon is Salsa dance. All of this at 1115 10th Street. And in Swatch, November 9th from 1 to 3 p.m., Swatch Senior Citizen Center monthly meeting and Thanksgiving party. All seniors are welcome. This will be held at 605 Christie Avenue in Swatch. 
and on November 11th in Swatch from 10 a.m. to noon, Swatch Sagebrush Quilters meets at 305 Third Street. For information, call 719-239-0366. And we have this note from the Crestone Eagle. Fuel our commitment to in-depth journalism. If you're enjoying our content, help us bring you more. Your donation, no matter how much, plays a vital role in securing the future of independent journalism. By supporting us, you become a beacon of truth in an age of misinformation. Join us in shaping a better informed community. Visit www.crestoneagle.org or send your donation to P.O. Box 101, Crestone, Colorado 81131. And that's all we have time for today. Thank you for joining us for the Crestone Eagle. My name is Paula Vaughn. If you enjoyed this program, please register for our free services at www.aincolorado.org or by calling 303-786-7777.